Hello and welcome to Knobcat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy. I'm Executive Prime at Knobcat Games, and this podcast is our audio devlog where we get together every two weeks and we talk about what's new in our, in our game, which is Dungeons of the Obelisk, which is a 2D turn-based dungeon-crawling loot-grinding adventure. And I'm joined today by our digital alchemist, TJ Yetisernia. Hello. We kind of talked about this before we recorded. I'm not sure if this one's going to be come out like thanks after Thanksgiving or not, but I guess for the listener it doesn't doesn't really matter. But there is going to be probably like a, a little bit of a gap and stuff with the holidays coming up, which I guess kind of tells people, you know, everybody's biggest question for us is like, when are they going to be able to play the game? So it kind of looks like we're going to be into next year at this point, which is crazy. Do you remember like when at the beginning of this year, when we talked about it and we were like hoping it would be done in like June? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the goal of timing is always so tough. I feel like there's never enough time to actually get things done. And the date you set is never going to be the actual date you end up with. Yeah, and I think a lot of people understand that because of like all the AAA games that promise a release date and then miss them. Yeah. Um, That's pretty like standard nowadays. (laughs) You know, for us, I've said this the whole time, but it's worth like reiterating. Like, I I don't want to post a date until we know that the game is going to be ready at that date. So we're just kind of working on it as, as hard as we can. And then when it's ready, we'll put up the test realm. And then I'm sure we're going to find a ton of stuff wrong once we open it up to like some people testing from the Discord. And then once we resolve all that stuff, we'll we'll have a date and stuff posted. As always, you know, the Discord's going to be the main place for people to keep up on that. And this podcast, of course. Yeah, stuff like that, you always run the risk of a bad release if you try to do things too early. Like, uh... I feel like this has been happening more and more. AAA games will just stick to the release date they said. They'll release the game in an unfinished state. People obviously buy it because it's a AAA game and they think, oh yeah, AAA, guaranteed quality. But then it fails, it drops off, the game doesn't do as well as they expect it to. Yeah, that's what we want to avoid. We want the game to be ready when it comes out. So as soon as it's like live and public on Steam, I want the game to be like playable and and stuff because we don't want to lose that goodwill you know when the game goes live we're going to have a lot of people like discovering the game i think on steam and and stuff because and you know due to um like britney's campaign and stuff that we hopefully get launched and everything so you know we'll have a lot of new people and we don't want those new people to jump in and and then the game is broken yeah i always want to avoid a bad start (laughs) yeah for sure i think it's worth putting it off as long as it needs to be to make sure it's it's done that being said we are getting low on the budget so we might end up having to like pause or something you know depending on how that goes but we're hoping we get it done with what we have left and then we can get it out and we'll worry about that I guess as it comes up but just so the listeners know where where we're at I think I think that's important yeah, I still have my hopes on having a I guess like a demo ready by that time because in terms of tasks we're getting really close like the I guess the newest thing the chat system is actually going along a lot smoother than I originally thought it would be which is some awesome news <laughs> that's 
kind of the last that's the last major thing because basically like seeing people in town is working seeing player profiles is working we're like on the edge with the friend requests kind of thing and then the chat and and then with the chat i think we'll be like like this is kind of a smaller thing with it if we don't get it working it's probably fine but like the announcements when people find like a legendary item and stuff that'll probably come with the chat yeah luckily the so the whole chat thing runs on photon and they set it up in like the easiest way possible unlike playfab it was basically it was just <laughs> as simple as get on their site get the uh, downloadables from them put it onto unity and then once you create like a small little thing on their site it just immediately works that's awesome does it run through like their server then uh, yes, it does. There was a option to get it to cross between Playfab and Photon itself. I kind of looked at it, I was thinking to myself, that's good if we didn't use Unity. Right. But since we are using Unity, the easiest form of it is just run it through uh, Photon on its own. And then, like, they run everything for us, so the only thing I have to do is just say, connect to this thing. And then it just immediately starts working. Yeah, and I assume at some point we'll have to put a credit card in. Yeah, it starts off with, um, <laughs> I was trying to look into it more, 20 uh, CCUs, which for them means concurrent users. So in the current state, it's only for testing, because like only 20 people at most could use it at one time. Yeah, which will be plenty even for the test realm, probably. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that might be enough, and then on actual release, you definitely want to bump that up. I think they go from like <laughs> 100, 1,000, 10,000 or something. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that later, I think, with the actual prices and, and stuff, so I know what's coming with that. But that is good to know that, like, we're going to have our chat, and it's essentially working. Yeah, and, like, all the other features should be pretty easy to toss in as well, because they have it set up for private uh, texts as well, which I know is one of the plans, so you can like, talk to specific people on your friends list if you wanted to. Yeah, for sure. We want to have, like, a global chat, announcements... And then, like, private messages to to other players, I guess, that are on your friends list. And then, obviously, this one's not in-game yet, but down the line we'll have, like, a guild chat. Obviously, once we add guilds, which aren't in the game yet. The long-term goals of the chat. Yeah, but it sounds like it will be able to handle that just fine. Yeah, if things keep going as they are, then I don't expect the chat to give us any problems long-term. That's that's a relief. <laughs> that's like the biggest. I, I thought maybe that would be really difficult, but yeah, I was afraid it was going to be. Looking at it, it's just like, oh yeah, add on this whole new program called Photon. It's like it's got to be the entirety of Playfab all over again. <laughs> so what's left to do? Like basically, like skin their stuff with our assets. Yeah, like I gotta go through it, and they have their own little text boxes and other things. Swap out the assets and resize it for ours, because their whole like yeah. text box is the size of the screen. We gotta have it tiny little one. And then I gotta make sure that like send and receive works for the player, because it works on the system, works on the server. Yeah, I just gotta make sure that like if you send a message, do I receive it? And if I send you a message, do you receive it? And does the um. Does the text channel, like, save the messages? Like, how far back can you read before it starts to delete old messages? I feel like it doesn't uh, have to be that long. Like, if it costs more to save the old history, then we can definitely, like, think about what we want to save. But 
I mean, even if it went back like a week or something and then deleted anything older than that, that would be plenty for like a guild chat and and like a friend chat and stuff. Because if you're not talking to someone like, you know, for, for months and then you want to have your old history, I think I feel like that's a lot to expect. <laughs> yeah. Like other games I've played don't don't have that, so... I gotta check where the texts are going, because it does get sent to the server, but I don't know where. So, like, a user can see old messages to a certain degree, but then, yeah, for us, when we're trying to look at it, for management and other things, like, I'm not sure where these messages go. Maybe they just kind of get deleted on their end. Yeah. But I feel like maybe it might be important for us to have, like, some type of system in place where, if we wanted to check the logs of messages, then it is available to us. Yeah, we do definitely want to have that. I wonder if it has like um, functionality for like adding mods and stuff. Mods being like moderators. Um, you know, I'm actually not sure. Because that is something that usually ends up happening in games, like having to give people like a little bit of power to like ban users and stuff that start spamming chat and, and everything. Because, you know, with chat comes all those issues. Yeah, I wonder if it, it might just be a case where you might have to add simplified automatic versions, like a timer that prevents you from sending a certain degree of messages in a certain time. Yeah, like a slow chat and stuff. I know there is a automatic filter that Photon has built in, which should make our lives a lot easier for that. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I know we were messing with that with usernames and stuff. I never even tried putting in a bad username. Is that... Uh, I turned it off because it was having weird issues. Like, if you typed in the word assassin, it would flag it. Yeah. And I was thinking just, if we had a simplified one where if it gets the keywords on, kind of on its own, then it'll sense it and trigger it. But, I don't know, it was having issues with it. Yeah, we can talk about that a little more too, because, like, I feel like assassin, like, isn't much of a bad word. Like, I probably wouldn't even bleep bleep ass on the podcast but like we could probably make it uh, there's not very many words that are are legitimate words that also have the f word or the n word in them (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know so we could probably make it block those ones and and then if 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 ass gets let through that's that's probably fine yeah it's like it's really not that bad of a word so i'd be fine passing it through yeah, I think I think that would be fine, and then obviously we'll have stuff in the terms of service, the license agreement, and stuff. And if we feel we need to change someone's name, then then we can do that. Right now in the game, there's not even any function for changing your your name, is there? Oh yeah, there isn't. Yeah, because we have the scroll, but that doesn't let you change your name, just your appearance. Yeah, that's something that like I don't think we need right away, but down the line we'll probably add like a scroll that's like a name change certificate. Yeah, I know people regret naming their account certain things over time, especially yeah. when you're younger. I... Like, <laughs> ultra cool dude seventy six or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It is possible to go in and edit usernames, right? Yeah, I'm able to manually edit them if I need to. Okay, that's good, because then that keeps people from, like, having, you know, if somebody does make an inappropriate name, we can just change it. Instead of just banning them. Right, yeah, because you log in with your email and your password, 
So your character's name is separate from that. So you, you can still log in and then your character's name will be different. So that's that's my plan for that. If, if it becomes an issue, we'll try to figure something else out. But for now, I think that we can take care of stuff that way. I'll just have to think of a list of generic names. Or just name them yeah. like Dodo character one, Dodo character two. <laughs> <laughs> On Bit Heroes, whenever they did, um, they had this like, without getting into it, there was like a whole thing where you're where they were electing people and stuff into like positions and stuff. So if you wanted to apply and you had like an inappropriate name, they would change the person's name. And my one friend was named Long Dong Gamer, <laughs> which apparently wasn't bad enough that it like caught any filters or anything because he was named that for a long time but then whenever it came like with this public thing they changed him to gifted gamer oh that's no fun <laughs> i thought it was hilarious <laughs> an absolute downgrade of a name right there but if you knew his original name it makes it funny <laughs> <laughs> trying to think about what else we have to talk about that's mostly it for like what you've been working on oh yeah companions in town we were having like issues where the player could log in and the character was fine on the server you could see other people's characters but the companions were wonky and like weren't following them around properly yeah as it stands it should still be like that i had to kind of take a pause on it because gotta hit a point on it where it's like this isn't working at the moment i gotta stop doing this and focus on something a bit more <laughs> important i think the issue seems to be coming in with the um the animation because each companion has its own animator but the system doesn't like it when you swap animators so when it comes to the um the network animator because you want to tell it to swap it from let's say mr donut to the uh, glove companion it would just give an error and kind of crash it. So I figured I'll put that on pause for now. Cycle back to it. So let me ask you this. Why is the companion different than like changing from a pair of like, like an animated weapon to another animated weapon? The only thing that makes it different is the fact that companions cycle their animations to different things. Like um, they want to be able to walk and to do their idle and to do different smaller idle animations like the random attacks they do as they sit there right so typically it would work just fine like the reason the weapons work fine is because they have one animation if it loads in with that animation it does it forever without any issue and companions can be the same they can load in they can do the idle forever but once you start walking and they should start walking the only way the server can tell that animation to walk for all players to see it has to swap out the network animator, but the network animator's errors is where this issue comes in. I see. That's that's bizarre then. Not what I expected to happen. I thought you could swap out those animators fine, but I guess once you swap it out, it just immediately produces the errors. Kind of thinking maybe I can do something else where it's like the network animator gets attached to the companion itself instead of the base network player. That way it, it never technically swaps out because every companion would just have their own personal one. But we'll have to see if that works out how I picture in my head. Right. So so I did a four 
over four hour stream the other night and it was actually went pretty smooth you know other than the stuff that we already knew about like with the companions and stuff i didn't find too many other bugs so that is a good sign but i did find like a few little things i thought that you fixed this one because I, I added it to the sheet and then i think you removed it or turned it green and then i removed it but you go invisible every time someone talks to you. So like if a loon pops up and tells you you need to use the auto button or a potion or or if the it's the first time seeing like a boss and they talk to you, yeah. then you just go invisible for like that battle. And then as soon as that battle's over, it's fine. You're back. I thought I had fixed that as well. I remember fixing it. I put something in that <laughs> like got rid of it and I tested it out and it never happened. Yeah, I definitely have it on video with it with it happening again. You have to cycle back on that and take a look, because it was fixed. There was a point in time where it wasn't happening. <laughs> so I had to find out what was It's wrong. weird how like you fix stuff and then it like comes up again like in different ways. <laughs> yeah, it's like sometimes it's resolved but there's some other bug that causes it to happen again. The the other bug, the only other major bug that I had, I was trying to use a potion while I was on the battlefield walking and I got spotted by a by a mob and they like attacked me and then we went into combat and it was in auto mode but I was trying to like double click the potion to like use it like because I wanted to use it before like I went before before the mob spotted me yeah and like I double clicked it or whatever and it like totally froze everything and I thought it was gonna crash the whole game and then I just waited for like a couple minutes maybe I don't remember how long it felt like a long time and then it worked <laughs> it started working again and then whenever the battle was finished I got um do you remember whenever I had uh like millions of morbid gasps in my in inventory and we didn't know where they came from oh uh, yeah well that battle my reward was like uh, 386 million morbid gasps. <laughs> oh, that's a bad bug. <laughs> well, I guess useful <laughs> for the player, but not yeah, for the want. player, they're they're set for life on on crafting materials. But for us, we probably need to fix that. Yeah, that is an interesting one. <laughs> I I don't know if they're related. I mean, it, it seems like it, but I don't know whenever when I got those morbid gasps the last time. But this time it happened and then I kind of like kept watching my inventory to see if they like went up again. And I kept at that like 386 million number. So it didn't seem like I got any more again. <laughs> Such a weird bug. <laughs> That's going to be a tough one for you, I think. I can't even imagine what happened to give you millions like that. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't even make sense like how that could be possible because you're only ever supposed to get like one. I mean, the most you could get in any battle would be if you ran into like eight elite mobs at a time and then you got eight, which would be like the ridiculous, like so unlikely to happen. You said your game froze. I almost wondered that like the reason it froze was it was kind of looping over and over and over, adding on one gasp every time it looped. And nothing was happening yeah. because it had to do that over 300 million times before it could get back to normal. Yeah, that's possible. I can't remember if if it like froze and then the battle happened 
and then I got my rewards or if it froze and then the battle went like super fast and I didn't see it and then I got my reward. We'll, we'll have to figure it out. <laughs> I just thought that was like a funny one. Funny to see, not fun to fix. <laughs> Those remind me of some, some bugs with the uh, double attack since I was in the process of fixing that last week. Oh yeah, we decided the double attack should chain and then you changed it so that they will. And then I'm assuming that they just chained forever and, and didn't want to stop. <laughs> yeah, it kind of depended, because realistically, you're not going to hit 100. But just in case, I tested 400 and to make sure that it worked fine. So originally at 100%, you would double attack, and you would do it again, and again, and again. And you, you would just keep going on forever. The enemy could be dead, and you would just keep attacking the air. So eventually I got that resolved, but then like more issues came up. Like if you used a multi-attack then you would get stuck in endlessly firing like missiles or something right and i found out that the double attack is incredibly powerful if you use a wand with it oh yeah that hits like five times in a row yep it gives you way more chances to double attack just absolutely spamming the missiles it's great yeah i actually have been like going through and nerfing some stuff because it there's a lot of stuff that is really powerful like that and and i it's not that i don't want those builds to exist and like you know for like i say it all the time there's always going to be a best in slot for each item or whatever you know there's always going to be a best build but i don't want the best build to be so far better than everything else that it's like completely broken or whatever but i've been trying to balance a few things like that like the wands they hit a lot more, but they have to have. They usually have like a higher mana cost, so it kind of balances it out a little bit. And then um, I went through and, and nerfed some like items that were giving like crit damage to make them like a little bit more fair. Because some of the offhands, like the focus offhand, was giving like way less crit damage than the weapon that that like attacks every time you hit. So it, it was kind of like one was it was like you always wanted the weapon then the, the focus was completely useless and, and you know it was like a filler item so now i think i got them more in line with each other yeah balancing stuff like that can be incredibly tough to get right i feel like it always depends on how you go about it because players never like to see things get nerfed so if you start the right. game where things are either like slightly weaker than they should be or just right and then players like it, like let's say the magic missile gets buffed to have more damage or something. Players will like to see that happen. Yeah. Even if we released it knowing that like this will be weaker than what it might should be. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been trying to keep in mind in mind the whole time, like as I was as I balance stuff. Yeah, I definitely don't want to nerf things once the game goes live. We'll definitely like nerf things during the test realm, I think because that's kind of what it's going to be for you know we'll see let be able to see like what builds people have and what things end up being broken in the test realm and then we can balance from there because like right now i just want things to be like the way they are intended you know like i want you always say like working is intended you know versus like just broken so if anybody finds anything super broken in the test realm we'll probably fix it hopefully hopefully they tell us about it yeah, I want there to be like powerful builds, but I want them to be like things you have to work towards or or, or like really farm for to to make them worth getting. You know, if if the most powerful thing is like 
using a common like trash offhand or something because it gives you an extra attack then then something's broken but <laughs> i have definitely seen stuff like that in games before yeah it, it definitely happens you know it's it's easy to see like in game design like especially if you look at like um, magic the gathering you know the first some of the f- best cards in the game were in like the early sets you know like black lotus was like in the first set ever printed and it's like one of the most powerful cards in the entire game and it's just obvious you know they didn't realize how powerful it was going to be until it was printed and people started using it for like crazy stuff some of this stuff comes down to how well can somebody crunch the numbers and really test the theory of what's going to be powerful (laughs) yeah exactly like uh the legendary bow the waywind one the one that gives you decks to physical i feel like that one could like secretly be a lot stronger than somebody might think because if you have insane amount of decks in the first place you already attack more than you would normally on top of the fact that that now would add on to your damage yeah that's something i need to test i'm gonna mark that down right now (laughs) i'm about to watch it get nerfed yeah it's possible i i've been thinking about that one because like i i think that it may be like i don't know how to word it which is what makes it hard to to like actually nerf but um it gives dex 10% of your dexterity is added to damage but if your strength isn't higher than that then it like won't add it you see what i'm saying so like i don't know how to like word it or or write down the equation yet to to actually do it but it's like if you don't have a certain amount of strength then your dex you know if 10% of your dex is higher than your strength is then it caps it or something yeah, like a just like forcing you to use it as intended instead of you know going all but it might not be broken if you go all decks because I-, I might try it you know if you just go all decks way wind bow no strength items at all is it broken because it might just be like fair <laughs> it could be like a damage bonus might just be low enough that it balances out but it also has the chance of just being ridiculously powerful like let's say you do five turns before the enemy goes but each of those five turns is stronger than an average high strength build right then you're starting to get ridiculous with it yeah that's definitely a good one we should i should probably test that trying to think if there's anything else because we're getting close to our recording time limit i guess not um so i'll start wrapping things up Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you've made it the whole way to the end, we really appreciate your interest in our game. If you're not in our Discord, you definitely need to get in there. You go to knobcat.com, find the link to the Discord, join us there. That You can ask us questions, talk to us. That's where you're going to see um, posts whenever I go live on Twitch and that kind of thing. That's also like the main place that we post the new podcast episodes or like videos. So you definitely want to go there. Um, my Twitch is twitch.tv slash starrambler if you want to follow me. And we also have our social media, Instagram and Twitter, which are both at Dungeons Obelisk. And if you're listening to this podcast and there's a spot where you can leave a review or give us, you know, a couple stars, that would be really great. Um, you know, I, I know you can do it in Spotify and, and some of the other places. You can leave iTunes reviews if you're listening that way. 
So, you know, I'd really appreciate anything like that. And um, I think that's it. Uh, there might be a holiday, so I'm not sure if we'll see you in two weeks or in a month, but we'll see you eventually. Yeah, talk to you then. Bye. See you.